Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. A reflection from the Reverend Dr. Katie Geneva Cannon. How do we decide what to study or what job to pursue or what topics to write about? The answer is simple. Do the work your soul must have. Thus ends the reading. The Reverend Dr. Katie Geneva Cannon, what a gift not only to, I believe, the academic world and to the world of Christian ethics and Christian social ethics in the academy, uh, but perhaps just as much and more importantly to so many of us in terms of the way that we preach, in terms of the way that we lead, in terms of the way that we do ministry. And if you are not familiar, Pearls, with the work of the Reverend Dr. Katie Cannon, and in general with the work of womanist theologians like Dolores Williams, like Emily Towns, like Stacey Boyd Thomas, like Ebony Marshall Terman, I would seriously encourage you to check out some of their work. Um, the Reverend Dr. Katie Cannon was really the forerunner for a lot of this work. Um, but, you know, I really recommend the Reverend Dr. Emily Towns. I, you know, I love her work so much. She writes about the cultural production of evil and centers black women in that discussion. Um, and, you know, womanist ethics, we talked about this on the show before, but womanism really centers black women because it believes that by going specifically to the lived experiences of black women, we get to a broader sense when we focus specifically on, you know, a more European version of ethics, we never get to the real lived needs and experiences of black women. And black womanist ethics, of course, is an offshoot of black liberation theology. We've talked about the Reverend Dr. James Cohn on this podcast in the past. And, you know, we're just so grateful for the black liberation theologians of which womanist theologians are part of that umbrella who, you know, teach us how to love ourselves holistically and also teach us how to love the world around us. So thank you so much, Portia, for sharing that reflection from Dr. Cannon. Absolutely. Because Dr. Cannon is a trailblazer in her own right. And much of what we have, much of what we study, much of what we preach, much of what we teach is in large part and thanks to the work that she has uh, put forth. And um, if you were with us last season, you might remember just before our season officially launched, we had a conversation with the Millennial Womanist Project, and we talked a little bit about what millennial womanism is and how that seeks to further advance the field of womanism and womanist ethics and womanist theology and womanist practice. That is a great way for us to say welcome to season three of Just Two Pearls. We are back. Yay, Jamie. Yay, Portia. We are indeed back for season three, right around the same time as our anniversary of launching this show in the first place. Of course, we are grateful to all those of you who have been listening since season one. And if you are a new listener, welcome. We have some great stuff in store for you this season. So make sure you continue to listen and make sure to share this podcast with a friend who might appreciate hearing from the pearls. Yes. I am super excited. Jamie, we have a lot of really great things in store 
uh, that we're going to share with the pearls, you know. And pearls, we're going to tell you all about it toward the end of this episode. So make sure you listen all the way through because we've got some really exciting things in store with some awesome conversations with some awesome guests. Like you really do not want to miss any of it because we're all about cultivating that pearl within you and within us. So we want to share that with you. Jamie, since we're coming off of our summer season and it's the beginning of our fall season, you know, season three, I think, you know, we should probably tell the pros what we've been up to, maybe tell them about our summer, just let them know what we've been up to, because we've both had some exciting summers, I think. Um, at least I know my summer was popping. So, yeah, Jamie, do you want to talk about your summer and what you did? I am in the, uh, you know, just finishing the first summer after my first year of my PhD program at UCLA. So it was my first Los Angeles summer. And it was definitely a different experience than what I've gotten used to being on the East Coast. For one, there's just a huge difference in terms of climate. We did talk about skincare during our summer season. And I have had to, while being in Los Angeles, determine different skincare regimen just because I do like to be outside because it's so beautiful and warm. I like to go out for long hikes, which I did so often. I like to just kind of sit outside, outside of a cafe or coffee shop and get some reading done or just relax. But I definitely had to make sure I was taking good care of my skin while I was doing that. My skin is super used to the humidity that we have um, in the D.C. area in the tri-state area uh, in the summertime. And so it was a big adjustment for my skin to get accustomed to this super dry uh, Los Angeles West Coast climate. And I think it finally got used to it uh, right around September when everything let up. Uh, (laughs) But I had to, you know, really up my SPF game, really make sure that even though it was hot, make sure that I was protecting my skin, you know, maybe wearing longer clothes, maybe wearing sweaters. Um, so yeah, so I did spend a lot of time outside. Um, I went for a lot of hikes. Like I said, um, I took a solo trip for a couple of days and I went up to, uh, Lake Tahoe, which is in Northern California, right on the border of Northwest Nevada. And that was a really interesting experience, Pearls. I was, you know, out on the open road, driving myself up there, having a good time. And then all of a sudden it was just the Mojave Desert. It was Yosemite National Park. It was an eight-hour drive, and I didn't want to get out of the car the entire time because I was like, you know, I am a solo black woman traveler out here in these deserts. So it was really a beautiful drive, but also in some ways a kind of scary drive, especially as I got up closer to Lake Tahoe. It's very mountainous, and I'm not necessarily used to driving in mountainous territories. And, of course, everyone who's from there is accustomed to it. So I'm, like, inching my way up and down these mountains, afraid for my life. You know, me and Cora, we're trying to stay alive. Um, I also want Cora to hold on, of course, until I finish graduate school. Uh, If I don't want her to, you know, blow out on any of these mountains, you know, I don't really have money to fix her if something crazy happens to her, so I drive her carefully. Uh, But Cora and I, we had a good time in Lake Tahoe. We went on a lot of hikes together. You know, not, you know, she would drive me out there, and then I would go for the hike, of course. One thing that I will say is, you know, it's so different being in Los Angeles because Los Angeles is a little bit more diverse. So being in Lake Tahoe, which was a very, very, like, white area, it was a little bit weird. Like, when I wasn't hiking, I was just, like, in the hotel room, which was perfect because the reason why I went, I called it a vacation. I wanted to get out of the hustle and bustle of L.A. and just have some time to do some reading and writing and reflection 
and do some long-term planning. Um, I also dog sat and house sat for one of my professors who I'm actually TAing for this fall. That was a really interesting experience. She lives in a neighborhood that's only about, um, about five miles from where I live, um, but quite a different experience. And uh, I got to dog sit her, um, she and her family's dog. Uh, his name is Dexter. He's a German Shepherd mix. And so we had a lot of fun together. I got a lot of exercise with him uh, out picking him on those long walks. So I would just say the summer for me was a time I had a little bit of time to have fun, to see parts of California that I haven't seen before, to challenge myself, to do new things. Um, and even to have a dog walking experience, you all know that I'm a big fan of dogs and I can't have one in my apartment here. So it was nice to have an experience where I got to have access to a dog and, you know, he was nice and big. So he was into exercise and I had a lot of fun. But tell us about your summer, Portia. You say it was popping, girl. Yes, my summer was popping. It really was. Honestly, I think about the summer and I'm like, wow. This might have been one of the best summers I have had in a very, very, very long time. And I actually was a little um, sad that it was over, Jamie. I shed a little tear. I was like, oh, it's over. Um, But, yeah, I would say my summer really kicked off, like, 4th of July time, right? I feel like I had, like, a little slow, late summer uh, start. But that's okay. Um, so literally, I had staycation this year, um, and I had vacation. But staycation really was kind of like my opportunity to get to know New Jersey and my opportunity to really get to know New York in ways that I haven't been able to do since moving here. And I've known New York all my life, you know, being just a Connecticut native and just always going back and forth into New York. But having the opportunity to just kind of explore and look around and kind of be a tourist and just be like, oh, what's new? Um, and I really opened myself up, up up to opportunities to just be open and just to just kind of take the day as it comes and not really to have a plan. And so um, I really had an opportunity to hear lots of great live music. I've had opportunities to go dancing. I've had opportunities to hear some really great comedy um, shows and comedians. And I laughed a whole lot. I went to Afropunk in Brooklyn, which was a lot of fun. I had a lot of great brunches. Um, this past summer, because, you know, I like to eat. Your girl loves to eat, okay? So I love a good meal. So any opportunity I can have to eat, I'm going to do it. Um, and I didn't feel guilty about it, you know. I actually gained um, five pounds <laughs> when I was in South Carolina because of all the good food. And I have no shame in it, you know. I love myself, and I love this body that I'm in. Um, even though, like, it's like, you know, it's good to be weight conscious and it's good to be healthy. And I'm not saying that I'm not healthy, but I I definitely lived it up when I went to South Carolina, um, to Charleston and Savannah, uh, Georgia, and I ate. I ate my way through that trip, and I had a ball. And, girl, I had some fresh-made grits, like fresh ground grits. It was so good. Mm. Just thinking about that food makes me say yes. So if you're in Charleston or in Savannah, I can give you some um, recommendations on places to eat. You know, I got you. Also this summer, I went blonde, y'all. I got blonde highlights. And so I was very excited to do that. I literally was just, like, sitting at the dinner table with one of my best girlfriends, and I was like, I want to be blonde. And she was just like, well, do it. And I was like, you know what? bet I am. So I went to the hair salon and I said to the hairstylist, I was like, 
you know what, girl, I want to do something different. I want to look as good as I feel, and I want to be able to embrace that. So not only do I embrace myself with, like, colors and patterns, and I'm just like, yes, with all my attire, but I wanted my hair to reflect that too. So I've been kind of, ever since the sister locks that we cut, I cut off, if you remember back to season one, um, so go back and listen to the episode. Uh, after that tragedy, I was just kind of like, all right, I don't really know what I want to do with my hair, and I just would let it grow. Um, I was wearing it short for a little bit, and then somewhere around summer 2017, I was like, you know, I'm just going to let it grow. And I was letting it grow, and I was letting it grow, and, you know, just kind of left it alone. But I was like, you know, I just want to do something different. And so I decided to just go blonde and have blonde highlights, and I absolutely love it. I think I look fantastic, if I do say so myself. Um, And... Uh, what, oh, I had an opportunity to go to Six Flags with my uh, young people at my church, the teenagers. Girl, let me tell you, the park was completely empty. We got on every single ride multiple times. It was an August Saturday at Six Flags where you know the lines would be packed, but they weren't. There was a massive thunderstorm that was coming, and it actually, by the time we got to the park, the storm had passed, and no one really showed up to the park. So it was great. Um, we went to the Toby Mac concert at Six Flags, and we had a ball. So I had an opportunity to really bond with a lot of um, the teens and some of the young people at my church. And uh, we've had some other bonding experiences, like, throughout the year um, since I'm coming up on um, my one-year anniversary at the church. But it was really nice to have a thrill bonding experience where we're literally, like, on roller coasters screaming at the top of our lungs. And so I really enjoyed that. Um, and I, at the end of the summer, um, I kind of rounded off my summer with a Portionality podcast. We had a live show in conjunction with um, a comedy brunch show with Comedy-ish. And so I had a chance to meet them throughout the summer and do some episodes on my podcast with them. But I did a live show with them, which was a lot of fun, and I had a great time. And I went and found the most, the, the loudest, best African print that I could possibly find, wrap dress that I found at Afropunk that I fell in love with, and I wore it, and I felt like the bronze goddess that I am, and I enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed my summer just all around. I got in the ocean, and I, you know, I can't swim, but, you know, I floated a little bit, you know what I'm saying, close to shore, praise God. I just had a great time. So that was my summer. I, I loved it. I'm like, so I'm going to come back. But you know what? Even though I long for summer, I am uh, saying that we should embrace the season that we're in. The summer was great, but summer's over, y'all. Um, let's move forward to the fall. That God wants to move in our lives in some new ways this fall. And I just say let's be open to all of the great things that are coming our way this fall, whether we're in school, whether we're working, whether we're parents, whether we're married, or whatever we are in our lives. I think this is a great opportunity to see some new things coming. So I'm excited, Jamie, for the fall. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I think I have learned a lot, I think, over the course of the past year about how to create adventures and to not have excuses to not try something new, uh, how to go out on my own and forge my own path, but also how to build relationships and take other people with me. Uh, what's something that you are excited to try um, over the last quarter of this of this year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe we're already in the last quarter of the year. What are you excited to try over the last quarter of this year, Portia? 
I am excited to try. Oh, my. Okay. Um, that's a really good question because I actually haven't thought about what I want to try because trying would um, then imply that it's something completely new and something that I've never done. But if I had to think about it, that I want to try committing to eating. <laughs> eating more good food. No, let me stop. But no, um, on a serious note, I want to commit to trying to become more healthy and actually getting a personal trainer. So that's something I thought about um, kind of intently after I gained that five pounds um, from Charleston. I was like, this five pounds of thickness looks amazing, but I also want to tone it up because, you know, I don't want it to be flabby. Um, and it's not, but I'm just saying I don't want to get there. So I, I want to tone up what I have. So I want to be more committed to just being holistically healthy uh, in terms of my physical eating habits. So I want to try to be more intentional about forging a relationship with a personal trainer. So, you know, bronze goddess, as I call myself, my alter ego. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I am sexy and I am amazing and fabulous. But I also um, want to be a good steward, steward to the temple that I have. And so, granted, I do okay, you know, on my own at the gym or, you know, working out at here. You know, I do okay. Um, but I will say I want to uh, try that relationship where someone's actually pushing me um, and pushing me to go further. I believe that um, it, we, we'd work better in community, at least I work better in community, um, even though I'm an introvert. <laughs> but I do feel that sometimes having that boost, that encouragement of um, people pushing me, I think that's important. So that's something I want to try. Um, not probably what people weren't expecting me to say, but, yeah, I, that's something I want to commit to. How about you? I think for me, uh, you know, it's funny that you're talking about fitness. You know, I just said earlier, you know, I've been hiking a lot. Of course, you all know I'm a runner. Uh, I like to go to the gym. So definitely fitness has become even more part of my life over the summer, which I've really had fun with. But I think my new thing is, and I see you've been doing this a lot lately too, Portia. I've seen you cooking a lot on Instagram. That's something that I'm really passionate about branching out, learning new recipes. I've been baking a little bit lately, pearls, and I, you know, I didn't grow up baking or anything like that. Um, so I really want to try to be in the kitchen more, um, you know, kind of getting fresh ingredients, being, bringing them home, seeing what I can do with them, especially because I do want to also be very conscious about what I'm eating and putting good things in my body. And I think one of the ways that that's easiest to achieve is if you just bring home ingredients and cook them yourself and have fun in the kitchen, learning new things, trying out new things, seeing what you like, seeing what you don't like. If you go to a restaurant and taste something that you like, figure out how to make it at home. So I think especially with it being fall, it's kind of a cozier time of year. Of course, we'll continue to do our fitness goals, but I think it's also really fun just to be in the house, maybe have a girls' night or maybe invite, a, you know, a boo over if you have one and, you know, do a little bit of cooking. So I think that's something that I kind of want to lean into um, in these next few months. Oh, my God, Jamie, you said something so important. And I want to co-sign on having, like, company. I said that last year. I was like, oh, I want to have more company over. And, girl, <laughs> I haven't done it. But you know what, though? It's cuffing season. So, 
you know, shout out to everybody getting cuffed this season. So, you know, if you don't know what cuffing season is, um, Google it. Um, I'm not about to be your love guru right now and tell you what it is. So just Google it. Um, Google is your funny. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's cuffing season is upon us since it's the fall. Um, praise the Lord. And so, you know, Jamie, I think I'm going to try this year, you know, get in the pond. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try. Maybe I'm going to commit to that. Um, not necessarily saying I'm about to be bada boot up. You know, that was like the song of the summer outside of Kiki, Do You Love Me? But in any case, um, I digress. So, yeah, I think I want to, you know, I want to try out for a team. So, or actually, no, let me take that back. Not try out for a team. Somebody, I'm going to take recruits. I'm a draft this year. Um, <laughs> I think yes. I'm going to try. Yes, yes. Girl, And be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And invite them into the, you know, well, actually, you can't invite everybody into the kitchen because some people are mad trifling. So definitely, you know, you have a lot of girlfriends there in New York. Like, have, like kind of be like the bachelorette, except you choose your own recruits, but then other people help you filter them out because you can't have crazy people hanging out with you. I do not support that. Absolutely not. We've, we've gone down that road too many times. <laughs> mm, no, we're not doing And I'm not there to help you pick because, you know, everybody knows, like, I have the eye of the tiger. I'm a hog. Like, I'm like, no, I don't like that person. I already feel it. Uh, so, yeah, so I definitely, I definitely co-sign coming season. I co-sign for sure. But, you know, everybody be prayerful, be careful, because you never know what people out here in these streets. So, you know, vet people. Which is why I definitely uh, I'm here for girls' night. You know, the girlfriends, you know, usually can keep it together, but not always even with them. You know, that's your girlfriends, too. You can't have everybody up in your house. But, yeah, definitely I support, um, you know, getting together with other folks in your life, you know, forging those relationships, just getting together just to kind of laugh and have fun and be in community with each other. I think that's something that is so great to do in the fall, especially – you know, my East Coast friends, I'm actually jealous of you all in the fall because everybody knows I love my big sweaters. I love my boots. I love just kind of being cozy, cuddled up. And that's something that the weather I know allows a little bit more on the East Coast than it does out here in Los Angeles where I'm living right now. Um, but we can figure it out, my L.A. friends. Let's figure it out uh, and let's get together and have some fun and try some new things, go on some adventures, even if some of those adventures are, you know, right in the comfort of our own home yeah i agree you know this is an opportunity to to try to try y'all try you if you don't try you know just do you know just do you know i'm not going to be like nike just do it but i'm just going to say just do (laughs) you know i'm just leave it at that you know we're going to drop the it just do um Mm -hmm. you know people like oh well try you know try and then do um you know this is a it's a fruitful season you know it's harvest time Mm -hmm. You know, it it's time to pluck up and, you know, to reap all those things that you done sowed and try to, you know, just cook it a big pot of goodness. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's harvest time. Like, yeah, all that abundance, love, life, all that great stuff. Like, it's just that season. So I'm excited for fall, you know, and I'm excited. Not, we want to hear from you all. You know, what are you all doing? What are y'all up to? What ex- expectations do you have for the fall season? Because we want to know. Fall is here. It's officially fall. And, Jamie, you know, I definitely busted out all my sweaters. I just changed my wardrobe from summer. I put summer stuff away. And I donated things, too. 
So that's another thing. You know, when the seasons change, it's a great opportunity to take an assessment. So I went through my closet, Jamie, and I got rid of stuff. I got rid of the stuff that I just didn't need, stuff I was I know I'm not wearing. I was at my fall slash winter spring attire and then my summer attire, and I was like, you know what? Today is the day. We're just going to toss stuff. And so it's a great opportunity to assess what you have, what works, what doesn't work. And it's okay to start fresh, and it's okay to just let stuff go. Um, yeah, letting go is important. And I think we're going to talk about that at some point in the season, um, letting it go. Am I right, Jamie? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I also co-signed that for sure. Uh, you know, right after, I don't know, one of the quarters, either probably winter, um, I decided to do some thrift shopping. And exactly what Portia said, I gave away a whole bunch of stuff. And especially with me, you know, having such a fall wardrobe, because you all know I love fall, but I'm not in a climate where that even makes sense. I didn't need big winter stuff. You know, there's just some stuff I didn't need. There was some stuff. Honestly, you look through your closet, you look through your drawers, there's all this stuff you're not wearing. And you're like, you know what? There are some mothers who are applying for jobs right now. There are some, you know, young women who are applying for jobs right now and don't have anything to wear. And this is nice. And all it does is sit in my drawer, literally doing nothing. I never intend to wear it. So I think that's a great idea too, Portia. I think one thing that we can do all of us can do is just kind of declutter a little bit. You know, look around, look at all that stuff that you're not using. You know, you like it, but you're not using it. You're not planning to use it. And, you know, see who it can serve and see who it can be a blessing to. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, let it go. Let stuff go. You know, I was reading, Jamie, a really interesting um, article. And, Prove, I think you all might be interested too, but it was about, like, how to live minimally you know, just not just literally like minimally with like a minimalist lifestyle with just your clothes or with your things, but just also just thinking about like what are the things that are taking up space in your life that you could be just making more time with. And so I think the fall season goes back to school. It's like a fresh season. It's a fresh start. It's a great opportunity just to think about like how else can you do stuff minimally, like be do things at a minimum um, and giving less of your energy and less of your time so that way you can maximize your time and energy to do the things that really matter and things that are really important. And it's not too early to start goal setting for 2019 because believe it or not, 2019 is going to be here, you know, because with – the fall season and then moving right into winter, like the holiday season is fastly approaching. 2019 is going to be here before you know it. So it's okay to pause and start thinking about next year. But, you know, but of course we don't want you to rush through the fall season because we have too many awesome shows that are coming. So every other week, because, you know, we're back to our regularly scheduled program. Thank you for rocking with us all summer long. But, you know, every other week we're dropping a new episode. And so make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, so that you can keep up to date with all that's coming and all that's happening. So do not be shocked. Um, you know, when you see that next week there's not an episode, but there's an episode the week after, because we just told you we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, um, Jamie, What's going on in the next coming uh, season for Just Two Pearls? Let them know. This is our third season, y'all. So we are ready. Speaking of doing a new thing, we are ready to do some new things, and we need you all to be our collaborators and our partners. And if you have something to say, we say this, Portia, I feel like we, we have said this so much. If y'all have something to say to us, go ahead and say it. 
We look forward to receiving your emails. We look forward to receiving your DMs. You can comment on our Instagram, on our Facebook. We have Twitter. We ain't really on it like that, but we can get on it. We get the alerts. So if you talk to us over there, we will see it. Reach out to us. Be part of this season. Be collaborators with us. We already have some great stuff coming down the pike. We want you to listen. We want you to share it. And we want you to provide your feedback. And if you have something to say about it that you want to say on the show, that might be an option for you. So reach out and ask. Um, Starting in October, we are starting a brief series that Portia and I are excited about. It's really going to be a Women of the New Testament, a very brief series. And we are going to be talking to two of our brothers in ministry whom we love and respect so much. Um, about this passage where Jesus is talking to a Canaanite woman. It's in the Gospel of Matthew, but it recurs in some of the other Gospels as well. And we are really interested in questions of gender and the Gospel. And, of course, as seminary grads, we're really interested in questions of biblical interpretation. But more importantly than that, we are concerned with how Scripture is reflecting in our society today how we might live in more Christ-like ways, and how we might be better neighbors to the people around us. So in addition to that, we also have a great conversation coming up with a young man by the name of Andrew Wilkes. He is the Reverend soon-to-be Dr. Andrew Wilkes, and he has a new book out um, that's called Freedom Notes. And so that text is coming your way very, very soon. So make sure you get a copy of it so that way when that episode comes out, you will know exactly what we're talking about because that, that conversation is actually really going to be super exciting. I'm so excited to talk to Andrew. We are so excited to talk to Andrew because Andrew's doing a lot of great things. He's been on a book tour. He's been telling people all about his text and all about his book. He started earlier this, uh, earlier this fall. Actually, he started end of the summer. He started telling people about his book. And so – we're really excited to get into it and just ask him some questions and to talk about it. So we hope that you will get a copy of his book, Freedom Notes, ahead of time so you could be a part of the conversation with us. And guess what? If you get the text after it airs, that's fine too. We still want you to engage us and tell us how you think. Tell us how you feel. So share it. It's almost kind of like a mini Just Two Pros book club, if you will. So um, if you're interested in what other read that, other books and texts that you're reading and you think that maybe Jamie and I should check it out, feel free to let us know. Um, Jamie and I love to read. Also bear in mind that Jamie and I are reading the more than just the Bible, y'all. <laughs> we read other things too. And, so, and then there's much, 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 much more happening this fall. So you don't want to miss any of it. So please, please, please make sure you tune in every other Friday for just two pearls. Jamie, what else? Yeah, I mean, uh, one other thing that I want to tease, we've, you know, kind of highlighted some of these young men who are bringing on the show, uh, which is great. Um, But we also, of course, are going to have some women who are joining us on the podcast. We really want to highlight some women of color who are entrepreneurs. Um, So we have some women of color who are entrepreneurs who are going to be making short appearances throughout the season to talk about their business and their goals, and they'll let you know how to support them. Um, And so that'll be really, really exciting to hear from those folks. And if you are a woman of color who is an entrepreneur, please do reach out to us. We want to support you um, with our dollar and encourage the other pearls to support you as well. 
Um, and of course, we can possibly feature you on the show as well. So just reach out to us, let us know. We are women of color entrepreneurs, and we want to support our fellow women of color entrepreneurs all the time. So help us, help you, and vice versa. Yeah, for sure. We want to support you because honestly, like, and this is no shade, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to just, you know, flat out say it. I'm tired, you know, of other folk, you know what I mean, of um, folk using my black dollar and abusing it. So I want to mm. pour into people who look like me, people who are supporting people like me, and who want to create opportunities for people like me. So um, by that, I mean black women. I'll make it plain. So dear black woman or woman mm-hmm. of color, we want to support you, and we really do mean that. So whatever your business is, please don't hesitate. Please don't be shy. We want to highlight you and give you an opportunity that way we can share what you're doing. And, um, right. you know, because that really goes back into what we were talking about earlier with Katie Cannon about doing the work your soul must have. If your work for your soul is a branding business and you want to help other people build their brand, then that is the work that you know that you have to do in order to make the world a better place. You know you want to support other entrepreneurs and what they're doing. And so we want to give you an opportunity to tell us about that. Maybe the work your soul must have is being a teacher. So maybe you're not necessarily an entrepreneur, but maybe you're really passionate about education and you're passionate about advocacy, you're passionate about young people. As we say, keep doing that work. It's important. Maybe the work your soul must have is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ like Jamie and I do. But, you know, in any case, whatever it is, whether you write, whether you paint, whether you dance, whether you're a scientist, do your work and do it to the fullness of of whatever it is that God is calling you to do Um, because we need you. We need your gift. We need whatever you bring to the table. And so, Jamie, what work is um, your soul having? Because, you know, you're a young entrepreneur as well. So, like, what are Mm -hmm. you doing um, to help contribute? to our greater society and helping people flourish? Christian education and, of course, traditional um, secular education, I think are the two things that I'm really focused on right now. Everyone knows that I was a minister of what we called it faith formation, but it was the work of Christian education, um, you know, in my previous life, in my very recent previous life. I am super passionate about, you know, creating opportunities both within the church and outside of the church for young people to thrive, to grow in confidence, to learn the skills that help them to be capable adults, that help them to grow in faith, that help them to recognize that faith is an ongoing journey and that God journeys with us wherever we're going, um, that we are not alone, that we can support each other. I believe education is an opportunity um, both to sow political imaginations and theological imagination, but also to sow the seeds of relationship building. I think any educational experience that folks are having that's not grounded in building relationships and learning social skills and learning how to be an ethical person is probably not as worthwhile as it could be. So I think, yeah, education, it's myriad forms. It's really the kind of work that I feel my soul must have at this particular juncture. I know it's, you know, it's been different at different times, but That's where I'm at now. What about you? So for me, the work that my soul just um, continues to have is just to write. So, um, 
you know, I'm writing more. And Jamie, I have a lot to thank you for because what y'all may or may not know, I don't, I don't know if I said this on the show at any point, but Jamie gave me a journal um, for Christmas last year. We actually both gave each other journals, which was actually really funny. But um, inside of my journal, um, she told me to write because um, the world needs to hear my voice. And so I've actually been writing a whole lot um, just in different spaces and just in different ways, just creatively, um, non-creatively, all that stuff. So I've been writing and um, also just to continue just to podcast, you know, from just two pearls to personality um, and just understanding what does it mean to have a voice in a digital space. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a preacher, right? Um, and God called me to preach. And so I take um, the, the work of proclamation seriously um, and how that manifests it looks different depending on the season that I'm in. Right now, me being a preacher um, looks like a physical proclamation as I work with young people as a, as a youth pastor. It also looks like what I do um, here on Just Two Pearls and with personality. It also looks like what I do in the written form. And so at the end of the day, I'm always preaching in some way. Um, and so that is the work that my soul continues to have and that God is calling me to do and, yeah, what I need. And so we praise God. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah. yeah, I know we are running, you know, right into the end of our time. Um, but one thing that we did not mention is, as usual, we will also be sharing our petty pearls. That is really important. I know that's one of the reasons why people are super interested and connected with Just Two Pearls because we all love to hear what we're being petty about. So, of course, we are still doing that. I don't want people to think that we've dropped the petty pearl. Oh, my God. So, Jamie, what are you being petty about this time? Please tell us. Be petty. Well, oh, my God. You know, there's so much to be petty about. You know, there's so much pettiness happening in the world around us. Um, you know, so one thing that I will say, um, our former president, um, whom we love, at least those of us who listen to the Pearl podcast and who create the Pearl podcast love, you know, if you're listening to the Pearl podcast and you're not a huge fan of our former president, um, Barack Obama, you don't have to be a fan of every policy decision, but you, you know, you've got to be a fan of the person. You know, one thing that is petty, you know, he's been reemerging and he has been encouraging folks to get involved in the midterm elections, which is, you know, we're right at that point now. It is petty not to be politically involved at such a time as this and to have something to say. And, you know, we all have the right. It's a democracy. We all have the right to our voice. But one thing that is incumbent upon each and every one of us, if we want to protect and preserve that voice, and, of course, I know I don't want to be um, dismissive of the fact that in this nation, one thing that we love to do is take away people's voting rights, um, you know, for time spent in prison or because they are an immigrant or all sorts of reasons that we like to take away people's voting rights. So that discrimination we can't allow. But those of us who do have the right, the privilege, the opportunity to vote, we have to be civically engaged. And it's not just about the vote itself. I think it's petty not to get involved in your community in one way or another. If you are at a church and you have something to say and you are always complaining, maybe you should get involved in the work of ministry. If you are in a neighborhood and you don't like what's happening in your neighborhood, you don't like what's happening on the streets, instead of being petty and complaining, maybe one thing you can do is get involved in making change in your neighborhood. If you attend a school um, or if your children attend a school and you don't like what's happening there, get involved in student government. If you are a student, get involved in the PTA if you are a parent. It is petty to have a whole bunch of complaints 
but never to be involved in being part of the solution. So I would say that as we are in this time of midterm elections, and just in general, be a good steward of your planet by getting involved and not just complaining. Um, what do you have, Portia? To be petty about? Ciao. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I can be petty all day, every day. You know, you know what? I Okay, listen. This is what I want to be petty about. Okay. So, you know, it's fall, right? Okay. Now, I just got to take a pause because some of y'all finna do this. Okay. It's fall. Please let summer clothes go. Let it go. Don't try to, you know, cute it up with your blazer. Don't try to, you know, wear your little short, super short dress with the leggings, trying to, you know, make it stretch because you're still trying to hold on to the summer. Okay. Now, okay. Yeah, right? Now, I mean, if you got to do that, then that's different because, I mean, at the end of the day, wear what you have, and I'm going to be real honest, wear what you have, and that's for real. But please try not to do this very thing. So this is what I really want to be petty about. Do not. Wear socks and flip-flops this fall, please. Okay, I know we love Nike. I know we support Nike. Um, some of us are supporting Nike. Not all of us are supporting Nike. Um, and not by, you know, because of Colin Kaepernick. We love that Nike supports Colin Kaepernick. But you know the Nike slides, the Puma slides, and, like, the Adidas slides? Okay, so particularly the Nike slides. I see people all the time with Nike slides and socks. Please stop the socks, flip-flop, slides game. Can we not do that, you know, moving forward? Can we not bring that into the fall? You know, I'm just, it's just not cute no more, y'all. You know, can we graduate, you know, just a little bit? So can we not wear socks and slides, socks and flip-flops? Like I said, I love Nike. You know, we support Nike at the end of the day, you know, Shout out to Colin Kaepernick and all that Nike's doing with Black Lives Matter. But that's not the point. I'm just saying with these slides out here, can we not wear the socks and the slides? That's all I want to say. I'm good. All right. Well, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all, don't be petty. Make sure you listen to each and every episode of Just Two Pearls Season 3. You can listen to us as Portia has reiterated multiple times. So we'll say it one more time for you. Listen to us, um, of course, bi-weekly, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, com. Share us with a friend or a colleague who you think might enjoy hearing from us. And, of course, don't forget to reach out to us yourself and let us know what is on your mind. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just2Pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just2pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.